Oshie Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm welcoming you to the last day of the month. God has been faithful. God is, is, a, is a good God. God is, is just, is just mind-blowing to be honest. So guys, this too, apparently there are some people that like you when I say to Oshie Oyebade. Ah, you people did not tell me now. She ah, will be putting it in every line. <laughs> Thank you guys. I'm grateful and I cannot um I cannot thank you enough. God bless you. Amen. Over the month, by the grace of God, we have been treating prayer and we have seen prayer as fellowship. We've seen prayer as shield. We've seen prayer as a weapon. We've seen prayer. Our prayer can be a spiritual weapon. We've seen what we can do to engage prayer being a spiritual weapon we have um, dealt well by the grace of God with prayer over the month and today being the last day will basically be a recap and we'll see how prayer can be a therapy now we've glory to God we have seen how prayer is fellowship in that you can talk and communicate and just share your thoughts with God while praying we've also seen how the acts of prayer can surround us round about even on days when we are weak or even on things that we are we are um, unaware about prayer can shield us from situations like that we also saw how we can wield prayer through the word of God Proclaim the knowledge of who we are, engaging the name of Jesus, violent faith, and we talked about how faith intoxicates and all that. We're also able to see prayer and fasting. We also saw praise, how praise can facilitate the fulfillment of prophecy. Glory to God. God has been faithful to us. Now, when we talk about prayer being a therapy, how can prayer be therapeutical? I would say basically therapy means if you google the word therapy people will tell you a treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder now when we 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 say we pray in fact let me start by saying that we know that church is like um, an hospital in that people come and people come with diverse um, situations, different things, different ailments. It might not even be physical ailments. It can be spiritual. It can be mental. And no matter how beautiful they look, there might be something um, disturbing them, something forming a barrier to the fullness of their joy. And that's why when we come together as a family in church, we strengthen one another. One who needs a word of encouragement, he gets it. The person that needs prayer for advancement, he gets it. The person that needs prayer for healing, he gets it. So, church is like, you know, a community of people that need treatment. Nobody is better than the other. Nobody. We are just normal people. Um, the same in the eyes of God. So, if we now bring that scenario we know that even outside the four corners of a physical church personally we ourselves we are 
we are church personified let me put it like that your body is a temple of god and remember when we couldn't um, have physical um attendance in church and all of us had to just um stream services online you had to do your own services yourself you had to just replicate what you were having in church in fact some people had communion and um, th- that's just to show that even outside the four corners of a physical church much more happens with us hmm? so beloved of god if church is a it's an avenue for therapy you know easing yourself of stress relieving yourself just coming as you are bearing it all before the presence of other brethren and just getting power getting energized getting um inspirations for a better tomorrow just by being in church now imagine you yourself if you can carry the atmosphere of prayer in church and you can carry that same atmosphere you can draw inspiration from how you pray in church how you draw power from just talking to people how you relieve stress by sharing gist with your friends some of you when you are going through life you just call a friend of yours and by the time you are done talking you you, you start to feel better and you're like ah thank god I, I, I even spoke with you oh thank god i even talked to you i was feeling like this i was feeling stressed i was feeling this and that and then pastors too, you would hear them say, oh, for prayers and counseling, for this and that. People call them, people talk to them, people, people tell them stuff in the hope to get better. But beloved of God, I put it to us that the first person, in fact, the only person that can truly, truly unburden our hearts. When I mean unburden, you know that when they say unburden, you basically mean trashing down, bringing apart. Um, what other English can I use? Do you understand? When you are unburdening yourself, the one person that can truly do a perfect job is God. But because we have not mastered, that's why this is coming last. Because if you have not learned how to talk to God as a friend, if you've not learned how to gist with God as a partner, as a friend, as a companion, when you're down, when you're mentally down, when you're drained, you won't remember God. You won't remember God. If you have not sought God to be a shield for you, if you have not seen prayer as a means of protecting yourself physically, would you remember prayer as a means of protecting yourself mentally? think about it if you have not engaged yourself spiritually through prayer wielding prayer as a spiritual weapon against the enemy you see and the enemy you do not see would you remember prayer being a means of unburdening your heart now the funniest thing I have, I have ever thought about is that imagine speaking to an unbelieving person about how you're feeling and they are offering you advice what do you expect therapy outside the ambience of the holy spirit 
is unnecessary because no matter how skilled that counselor is no matter how professional that counselor is if the person does not work in the reality of the spirit whatever they are going to be unburdening would soon come back because jesus christ is the author of anything counselorship if there's anything like that whatever you want to counsel jesus christ is the author so the person doesn't have to be a church member and all that and if you feel like oh you need therapy and you don't want to talk to god because you feel like you, you don't you can't talk to god and you want to talk to a human being whose whose um capacity is limited to not make matters worse the person is an unbeliever please stop it you it's better you are alone than the counsel of an ungodly person the book of the word of god has said it is better you are alone than to listen to the counsel of an ungodly person. Now, David's son, I can't remember his name, sought counsel from another person and that person was an ungodly, he was ungodly and he gave him an, he he told him to take what was not rightfully his, told him to rape his sister and he took it. Imagine if that boy that man had sought prayer as an avenue of unburdening his heart some of us are shy of speaking to god why it is normal that you have hormones if you are experiencing loss you can talk to god about it see the moment you can talk to god about your sexual um urges you see you are you are blessed because when you start to talk to man oh you want to see a sexual therapist you want to see an emotional therapist and you tell them oh i've been having sexual urges recently and i don't even know how to go about it and if the person believes in sex before marriage they'll tell you oh why are you stressing get a sexual partner and you feel oh this is a beautiful advice and you take it ha that is wrong that is a sin but when your mind is in tune with god when you have seen prayer as a means of therapy and you can just sit down and blah 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 blah. it doesn't have to make sense in fact funny enough when you are speaking to your friends you start to choose your words oh how do i say it how do i coin that when it comes to god you can basically be saying nonsense you can say this one and say another one and like you can say a and say f and say y and say z and god will still understand i don't know how you have seen god beloved of god but i want you i want to demystify how you have perceived god that fear that you have in your heart stopping you from seeing god as as the best therapist i want to demystify that belief in you today there's nothing i don't tell god about if somebody offends me i tell god oh god says we should not get angry when i'm angry me i tell god because i'm human and whether i tell god i don't tell god god is aware so your boss will say in your key for which means that a dead man cannot hide his um, privacy 
from people that would eventually bury him. So what's the point? What are we hiding? If he helps, you can write a letter. Dear God, you feel like, oh, talking is, ah, you don't know how to, um, you don't know how to, how do I put it, analyze your thoughts. No problem. Pick your notepad and start typing, dear God, hmm, Badger offended me, Tamedo did this to me. Just start talking, dear God. There was a time somebody really hurt me, and I was just telling God, God, I need to heal from this. I need to heal from this. And I was, I just kept writing it in my notepad. When, when I had healed, I went to my notepad and I deleted them. God takes everything we say to heart. If you ask Him for healing, it does so. Some of us would rather ask God for money than ask Him for healing. The money you need, you need a stable mind to spend it. The life you desire, you need a stable mind to live it. Now, Saul was afflicted with an evil spirit. Even though he was a king, his mental capacity could not function properly as a king. And he started to have issues. Oh, but he is a king. Why should he be experiencing this? So it shows that, see, when it comes to mental health, it does not respect who you are. your, 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 Your mental state is has no respect for your bank account. You would hear of company CEOs that have mental problems and you wonder, is it money that they need? You would hear fluently speaking people having mental issues, having mental breakdowns, having mood swings and you're wondering what else what else do they need? So it shows that these things, these afflictions have no respect for your certificate they have no respect for your background they have no respect for your family upbringing they have no respect of even your back account what you have been who you are they don't care if a king could be afflicted so beloved of god oh ah some of you tie your your mood swings to your zodiac signs. That is the funniest thing I've heard in my life. You would hear, oh, I am this. That is why I'm usually angry in the morning. Hey, child of God, because you are a Capricorn or you are something, something, that is why you can break bottles on somebody's head. <laughs> it's an affliction. But when you wield prayer as a means of therapy, it forms a shield around your mental health. So when you are about to get angry, the Holy Spirit calms you down and you start to speak in the spirit. As you start to speak in the spirit, you are energizing yourself. You are relieving yourself of stress. Before you are done praying in the spirit, you are smiling. And the person is wondering, when you just about to blow up? Went to just a, a, a time bomb right now. Do you understand? 
you can't be bound by what binds other people. You can't be bound by what binds unbelievers. Mood swing shouldn't be something you glorify in. Oh, at, at this at, at, at this time of the month, I'm just usually very edgy. I'm just usually very. And you keep saying it. My 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 mental health is is shaky. God is your therapist. When you allow the Holy Spirit to walk in and through you, He heals you from within. He makes you a better person. He doesn't only make you a better person. He makes you a blessing to other people. In that you can walk somebody through the walk and tell the person, Oh, I have been there. I can talk about failing courses because I had failed before. So right now I can tell people that are currently experiencing one form of failure that, oh well, some of us have failed before. And here we are now. Glory to God. So even if you will seek counsel, it better be godly counsel. So that the person will start by praying with you. And then the Holy Spirit will say, oh, tell him this. Even though I have told him and he's not listening, let me tell you, my child. Oh, there are times that the Holy Spirit tells me things that my friends should do. Oh, tell her to do this. He might have been telling the person, but they are not, they, they, they might have been prompted, but because uh, they are not um, paying attention, they feel it's a suggestion, they feel it's common sense, or they feel it's even the, 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 the devil speaking. Oh, how can this be from God? It can't be from God. Because they have not fine tuned their spirit men and they are just there. But when you have godly, when you have godly counsel, rather, the person picks up in the spirit and tells you oh, this is what you're supposed to do. So even if you feel like you've prayed enough and nothing is happening, which I know it is, but you're not saying it, you seek godly counsel, people who can pray for you, people who can pray with you. And that's why you need to have prayerful friends. You need to have faith, faith, um, violent faith friends, people that can make things happen behind your back now the man who who was um sick in the bible the man who whose friends brought to jesus whose um, four friends brought to jesus you know how much they did they removed the roof suspended him from up down because they believed that something was going to happen imagine if he had unbelieving friends imagine if he had friends that i'm sure they must have spent money they must have spent time but at that point in his life because he had friends who had faith in the person that they were bringing him to he got his healing he was sick i'm not even sure he knew what was happening around him but his friends made things happen for him so when you're struggling in the place of prayer, who are your friends? Whose hand can you hold and say, please pray for me? Please pray with me. Currently, I cannot pray. Currently, I am experiencing a difficulty to pray. Can you please pray for me? If you check your contact list now, how many people can you find? And before you start checking, how many people have you prayed for? Because it's, it's trust me, it goes both ways. If you have never prayed for other people except, except yourself, yeah, if you tell other people to pray for you, how does it work? Oftentimes, I could spend months without remembering to even pray for myself. And funny enough, the more I pray for others, the more God does me, the more God blesses me. Because you can't point fingers at other people and the rest will not come back to you. So when you're praying for people, you're praying for yourself too. Do you understand? 
prayer can be a therapy prayer can be your 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 own escape escape plan you know when people are planning vacations and friendcations and familycations or whatever cations they are, they are planning you could be planning a prayercation just you and God just you unburdening yourself and telling God hey God the way the day the way my day went ha ah, God if you see what I went through today if you see what my manager my line manager did to me she insulted me God knew when she was insulting you he knew so when you are back from work or even when you are on your way to your office and you're just telling God, ah, God this boy that broke my heart it's painful I'm because you're a child of God you cannot you know cannot swear for the person they're just telling God God is painful God is painful and you are you are identifying your heart you are identifying with your heart and you're telling God God I'm in pains God, God, just, just work on me. And there are times that, as you're saying it, in your weakness, God prompts your friends, or he prompts a stranger, and the person starts praying, not knowing that they are praying for you. And the person just prays. Months later, when you're drifting with your friends, and they say, really, you broke up in May? Are you for real? Do you know that around that time I was praying in my spirit and Holy Spirit just prompted me to pray for people in emotional hurt and I didn't even know I was just praying. You didn't know what was happening but God was already prompting people to work for you. See, beloved of God, God hears you. The fact that you are not seeing it does not mean that he is not for you. God is for you. God works for you. God is always in your support. You must know that God is your fan. God is rooting for you. When you feel alone, God is with you. God is in you. God did not only promise to be with you. You know, in the Old Testament, God will promise that his presence will follow them. His presence will follow them. God will go before them. God will come after them. In the New Testament, in this dispensation of of grace, God lives in us. So often, some of us are looking for miracles, whereas we are the miracles. You are looking for a change, whereas you are the change. The change dwells in you. You are looking for a sign. The sign is you. The sign lives in you. I pray that your eyes of understanding be enlightened. And that as you as you plan ahead for the new year, you start to see prayer as a means of laying foundation for the year. Now, we don't pray so that we don't die. Because whether we pray or we don't pray, people will die. So we don't see prayer as an avenue to, oh, just pray against evil. Because evil would happen. But we can pray that evil does not get to us. You can pray a prayer of exemption. My, prayer, my pastor said it last week, that there are some things that we can't pray about. Imagine praying against signs of the end time and saying, oh, affliction will not arise. Afflic- there will be afflictions. Things would happen. But we can pray for ourselves. We can pray for strength in those times. We can pray for, we, 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 we can redeem the days. But of God said that we can redeem the days. And you don't redeem the days when you are in trouble. You redeem the days ahead of when trouble might come. Whether trouble comes or not, you stand. 
you are fully equipped you are you are on ground like they will say you full ground so in your prayer life how how box stop are you the prayer is not hard to be honest there are times that i pray for two minutes there are times i pray for 30 minutes there are times i pray for 15 minutes don't use someone else's uh, standard as your own standard of praying just seek an avenue to always pray as you're sitting down if you feel like oh you didn't have enough time to pray in the morning and you have spare time you don't need to go to a closet you can just sit down and just start worrying in your spirit you're worrying in your spirit you're tonguing in your spirit and things are done angels are on assignment for your sake again God is for you. God is your fan. God will do nothing against you. God would never do something that would that would put you in jeopardy. God is incapable of doing evil. He is a good God. And the more you confess God's goodness, the more of his goodness you see. If you continue seeing God as, you know, somebody you cannot have access to, the more barriers are placed in front of you. But Lord of God has told us to come boldly through the, to his throne. Come boldly to his throne. So that we can obtain mercy. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Wield prayer as a means of therapy. Let it be your escape point. When you are in a tight corner and it looks like nobody can listen, let prayer be your first 911. Let it be the first emergency number you call. Let talking to God be your first escape plan. Oh, what do I do? Let me talk to God. Not let me talk to my parents. Not let me talk to my friends. Because your friend's number might be busy. Your pastor's number might be busy. It might be switched off. But like we said, God never goes on vacations. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. So, beloved of God, build prayer as a therapy. And in days when you cannot pray, I hope you are missed friends that pray so that they can hold your hands and push you back into the reality of the child of God that you are. I wish you a happy new month because trust me, December already made sense. I hope that you will declare it in your life, in your activities throughout the month, that December, in fact, some of us have already started declaring that 2021 already made sense because God can and God will. God bless you. I love you. Bye.